name is Danielle. I'm the mom of three girls, ages 15, 10, and two. Um, and I've decided to start a podcast. For years, I've heard people tell me, you should write a book. You should make a blog. I don't have time for that. However, I do have time to occasionally pop on here and share the madness that is raising three children. Um, and the joys, of course, of course the joys. Um, so hopefully you'll enjoy it, get a little inspiration, know that you're not alone in this uh, madness of parenting, and, uh, and hopefully you'll get a little laugh. So as you know, I have three girls, uh, ages 14, 10, and two. And that's a tricky thing, trying to meet the needs of such different stages of their development. Um, The two-year-old is just, you know, into everything and madness. And so just keeping her safe, that's really where we're at with her, just keep her safe. Uh, The the 10-year-old is like the typical middle child in that, you know, she just kind of goes off and sort of does her own thing and uh, you ask her to do something, she just jumps up and gets it done. Uh, she's sort of the comic relief in the house, I suppose. Um, and the 14-year-old is, you know, 14. And so she's going through her own transition into being um, a young adult. And that comes with its own little challenges. Um, this weekend, I really tried to kind of fill her up. The baby was with her dad and um, the middle one went on a sleepover uh, Friday night. And so Friday night, you know, we played cards together and uh, watched a movie that we can't watch with the other two and just had like a really nice time. The next morning uh, I was going out to go get my nails done, which I never do. I think it was like eight months ago the last time I went and did this. So I was quite excited about having the opportunity to go do this because hard to do with a two-year-old in tow. Um, and so the 14-year-old jumped up. I want to go. I want to go. Went from asleep to in the car in like three minutes flat. And she never moves that fast. She was really excited. So we went together. We got our nails done. Uh, we came back home and just kind of hung out, went and got the, the baby and just had like a, a night of us at home, um, which brings us to Sunday morning. So Sunday morning, I'm trying to like, I hadn't done any housekeeping over the weekend either because I just was taking a break, honestly. So Sunday morning, I'm up, I'm doing the dishes, I'm cleaning the I'm cleaning the living room. And uh, I asked the 14-year-old to come into the kitchen and to clean the, there was three dishes that she had left throughout the house. And so they hadn't been rinsed, including if you listened to an earlier podcast, she had taken nachos to school uh, on Thursday and might have been Friday morning. Um, but she left that in a lunchbox all weekend. So come Sunday now, it's, you know, thick and crusted into this bowl. Uh, and so I'm telling her she needs to come wash her dishes. She kind of lost her mind about how unfair it is that she has to wash the dishes. Why did I wash all of the other kids' dishes and I won't wash hers? And so, of course, I'm explaining to her, like, you didn't rinse them, and so you need to do this. But it took us on a whole other conversation and sort of me realizing, like, or being honestly upset. Like, I was really upset because she kept going with it. 
it was like two hours of this, of her, you know, being upset about that. Now she won't get dressed. It just kind of, it escalated. And, uh, we left for church and I was happy that I was going to get a little break where she was going to go and work in her children's church classroom. And I was going to go work in mine and get a little break to kind of process and for me to not feel upset. Um, and, and the reason I was feeling upset is that it just felt like a combination of a lack of respect and no appreciation for what's done for her. And, and it really, it just really upset me. Um, but no, no, we get to church and, oh, look, they've put her in the class with me. Great. Now, while we're in the class, I'm still upset, but more hurt, I think is not angry and mad, mad at her or anything, just hurt. Um, and so she's in the class with me and I'm watching this little girl as she is just loving on all these little three and four year old kids and really paying in tune with and paying attention to when one of them is a little bit upset or this one needs, needs something or, um, that one maybe is a little shy. And so she's trying to help that one. She's super in tune with all of them and and what their needs are and everything. And now I'm not sure if that brought me a little bit of peace or just made me a little more upset. Um, because within her, it's there. And I mean, I see it all the time. She's a very, um, thoughtful, uh, loving girl. And so to not see it transferred to me was, I think what bothered me the most, um, for her to not be able to see that her actions are affecting me. Her yelling is affecting me. The tone of voice is affecting me. That that she's not aware of this is what was, or 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 isn't doing anything to fix the fact that she's upsetting me. Is what was bothering me. Um, so we get home and we kind of took a little break and I just continued on with my stuff. She continued on with hers. But here's where it gets interesting. So I now go to put the baby down for a nap. I'm I'm in the room with her and I realize I don't know what to do. I don't, I've never done this whole raising a teenager thing before. I don't really know how to solve this problem. I don't know how to fix whatever is broken between the two of us. So naturally I go to YouTube and I look up, I don't know, raising a teenage daughter or something and, um, and I will say there were a couple good TED Talks that I, I listened to. Uh, one of them basically was talking about, um, you know, that transition of going from the mom who's like the taskmaster of, you know, you need to do the dishes. Like, that has to happen. You need to take care of your things. You need to get to the bus. You need to do your homework. To just being their mom who loves them unconditionally. And that those two roles are very difficult to manage, I think, for both me and as well as for her. Uh, so something just for me to kind of chew on and think about and how do I, how do I make that shift for her? And then I get to reading. I've, I've, uh, there's a book I've been reading by Jack Canfield called The Success Principles, and he starts talking about heart talks. He uses them for businesses, but basically the gist of it is um, it's like the, the talking stick thing where, you know, the rules are the only person talking is the one holding the stick. So I <laughs> I bring her over to the kitchen table and I found one of the baby stuffed animals, which happened to be 
like a cute little son with a big giant happy face. So I sit her down and I tell her, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, you know, talk about what's going on, how we're feeling, our relationship, whatever's on your mind. And, you know, the only one that can talk is the one with the, with the stuffed son. And so she goes and gets a pen and paper so that she can take notes. And of course I'm thinking, well, of course that's what she's doing because she likes to argue. And so she's going to sit down while I'm talking and she's going to justify, come up with some sort of explanation for why she's right and why I'm wrong. But okay, I let her have her paper. And, uh, and in all honesty, I had thought about bringing a paper to the table as well, but figured it was probably better not to. Um, so I kind of found it funny that she was doing that. Uh, so anyways, so I'm telling her, you know, you can go ahead and start. She didn't want to, she wanted me to start. And so I just talked about the fact that it really hurt my feelings. You know, we've had this great weekend together. I'm, she can see that I'm running around the house trying to clean and getting everything done while she's lounging on the couch. And that it's crazy to me that it's unreal, un, that it's, I'm trying to think of the word I'm lost. Um, that, but that it's ridiculous to her that I would be asking her to wash her own dishes, that that somehow is unreasonable. Um, and that the, her response to how unreasonable I am is to be yelling and huffing and puffing around the house um, and then antagonizing her sister. And it just kind of goes on from there. So this is what came from that conversation. Um, a few things. One She feels like I take the other two kids' sides over hers, um, which I can see why she would think that, and that she feels like I ask her to do too much because she has ADHD, and if I ask her to do one thing, she typically can't remember what I've asked her to do, so I have to ask her 25 times, um, which for her feels like now she's being hounded, and that I'm always talking to her and not her sibling. So when I got my turn, I was able to explain to her that I only have to ask your sibling once. And she goes and does the thing she needs to do. And now we're done. We don't have to, I don't have to be on her about anything. It feels like more to the 14 year old because it is. Because I'm asking you 25 times. So it feels like that's all I'm doing. Um, what ended up coming out of this conversation, this is the reason that I I wanted to, to talk about this. What came out of this conversation is I really struggle with saying things to my kids that I think is going to hurt their (coughs) um, view of who they are and their worth and and their value. And with the 14-year-old, I can see behaviors that she's exhibiting that are damaging her relationship with me, with her sister, with friends. And I can see that if it continues, her normal charisma won't work because she's exhibiting these other behaviors. 
one of them is that she feels the need to argue about absolutely everything. <coughs> and the other is that she kind of pokes at people. Pokes, pokes, pokes. Um, and, you know, I, I'm sure that it's her way of trying to get attention, both things. But in this conversation, because it was sort of a safe space that we were having this in, I was able to tell her exactly that, that she's got to figure out how to fix it. Because if she doesn't, it's it's going to cause her, her relationships damage. And and that, you know, she's teaching people how to treat her. When when she's continually not listening to me or arguing with me or whatever, it makes it that much harder for me to be close to her. And she wants that that closeness. And so for her to understand that she's her behaviors are what is causing a wall to go up between the two of us. And so if she wants that fix, she has to take responsibility for it and she has to be able to to change her behaviors to put that wall down. Um, And that is a hard thing for me to say to her because she does have ADHD and some of those behaviors are because of that. But she, she, if she wants things to change, she has to change. That was the gist of this conversation. Um, and it was just a really hard thing for me to say to her because I, I, I don't obviously her mom, I want to lift her up and, and obviously the, the truth is hard, but the truth is the thing that is going to help her the most. Um, should she choose to listen to it and act on it. Um, what ended up coming out of that conversation was, um, so far, a much calmer evening the next day, much calmer morning the next morning. Uh, you know, I've asked her to do things. She just gets up and gets it done. Well, after I've asked the third time, she gets up and gets it done, but without the typical, um, it's not fair. Why is it only me? I you know, without all of that, she did go get those things done. But the other thing was when I woke up this morning, I opened up my laptop and in it was a thank you card from her. And it meant a lot because one of the things that she does not do that I was telling her last night that she does not do. This is, it's not the thank you piece, but it's similar is that she was saying that I, that she forgives quicker than I do. And, and I was telling her that that makes sense because she never takes responsibility for her actions. If she does the wrong thing, there's never a point where that she will come and say, I'm sorry, or I was wrong, or I shouldn't have done that. Those things don't happen ever. Um, so it, if, you know, if the other person is acknowledging that they've done something, it makes it, it just makes it, it puts a, a, a little more strife in the relationship. Um, so the fact that she, you know, while she was supposed to be in bed last night, sat down and wrote a thank you card after having had a hard conversation where she heard some things about herself that maybe didn't feel so great. Um, felt like progress. Uh, so, 
you know, this whole juggle of trying to do this teenage thing for the first time, I'm convinced that she is going to be such a good guinea pig (laughs) that I'm going to have this down pat for the next two kids. Um, But going through it the first time is really difficult, especially when the ages are also different because everybody in the house needs a very different mom, right? Like the two-year-old needs a different um, mother than the 14-year-old does. And so trying to be that person for each one of them is, um, you know, a fun challenge. And the only thing that I really have to go back on is to remember who I was at 14 and what I needed at 14, where my mindset was at 14. And she happens to be almost the exact same person that I was at that age. So it, it makes it a little bit easier, but it is also so much harder because there's so many things that I think I never would have done that. I never would have done that. Um, and so I, you know, it's that I, I trying to understand her mindset and where she's coming from and why she's doing these things makes it a little bit of a challenge. Uh, so I don't, all I know is I survived another day of motherhood. Um, I'd like to thank Jack Canfield <laughs> for, uh, his little words of wisdom and hopefully that this is the, you know, the little baby step, um, to getting back to, uh, you know, that really, really close connection that we want with our kids. Um, so that's it. I hope that you all are having a much better day, <laughs> to, you know, managing these, these parenting struggles, um, than I've had this weekend. <sighs> all right. Till next time.